Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. This is episode 46. Today's date is 9-10-2023. We made it back somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, how is everybody doing, guys? Pretty good. I'm tired. I'm hot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I went out to the field today after two days of being out at Waco. I didn't even want to think about it. I went out, signed a couple pieces of paper, Said, okay, see you later. And I came home. Yeah, I don't know how y'all are doing it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of gave up. It's just too dang hot out there. Yeah, if it wasn't for the air conditioned clubhouse, I promise you, I probably wouldn't have hardly any flights in the summer. That has saved me from flying because you can go out, fly, come back in, cool off. Oh, yeah. Cool place to sit down, cold water. But yeah, it's been hot for all of us. I've been busy at work. Life's been busy. Kids in college, dance team, wife. It has been tough to slow down. I can tell you that. I'm ready for the fall. Oh, yeah. Then we'll be bitching because we're all cold. True. It's a vicious cycle. Always has been. Always will be. Everybody else been doing okay? Yeah. You know, the only person that we have not talked to a lot lately is Mr. Terry Music. You know, he just kind of fell off the face of the earth, something about work and life and being responsible adults and, you know, the boring stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that 12 hour day thing, it hadn't come to fruition yet. Oh, thank God. It's still in the works. So they're kind of pushing things back a little bit. Not wrong with that. But I was coming home the other day and blew out a dang tire on my car and I got to look and I had to put four brand new ones on. Mm. Yeah. Jeez. So a hundred bucks. <laughs> well, yeah, right at it. Tell you what, it uh, kind of killed my hobby mood right there. My, my pocketbook for it. Yeah. I always try to have good tires all the time. Like whenever I get a car, I just buy new four tires for it. Be done. Yep. I don't have to mess with it. Well, I was kind of looking at them, and they're like, well, they're not too bad. You know, they're not down to the tread mark yet. You know, that little bar across there. But I didn't look on the inside of the tire. It was the back ones, really. And I guess the back end's got a little toe in or something. Anyway, it, it wore like a, two inches off the inside there, and it got it down to the steel. You got a you got an exploder, right? Yeah. Other than that, um, Toby's been crazy lately. Yeah, it has. I guess everybody just fun fly wore out and it just blew up on him. I'm not sure. As far as my hobby stuff, I've been to like, what, two events or something. I'm pretty much burnt out right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've got a, quite a bit of plane stuff, but got some heli stuff. I got two helis I need to build. I just... Not in a big rush anymore to finish these projects. I guess it has been, what, six weeks since we recorded? Yeah, it's been a good minute. Yeah. A decent break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's been well, well worth it. Yeah. But flying-wise, just continuing to try to work on skids and work. It's just ridiculously hard and boring, but we've slowly been doing it. Getting there. It's going to be a long road. Dude, you're flying. 
you, you're looking good, dude. You're you're looking good. You always look good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can tell you've been putting in the you've been putting in the practice, and and it shows. Yep. Yeah. A lot more sideways stuff this year, which is kind of what I talked about last year, practicing on not doing as much front to back stuff, but trying to do more like down the runway, back down the runway. This small stuff, nothing crazy. Still really can't do a pirouetting hurricane. I can, but it's kind of sloppy. I'm working on it, but main thing right now is the missing and my orientation is my skids and work. So kind of the key thing I've been working on. And then IMAC airplane stuff, trying to work on the basic competition, which is supposed to be stupid easy, but you still have to memorize stuff. <laughs> and Yeah, we know how that goes. I haven't practiced. I haven't memorized anything. I've got it printed out here, but the closer we keep getting to the October 8th Victoria event, the, the further the odds go down that I'm actually going to be able to make it. But I do have the pattern plane motor in, engine in, sorry, and servos and made progress today. So even though it still hasn't left the ground. Heli wise, I got a new canopy from Chris Boltinghouse. He made a Goose Guy S2 canopy out of TPU. And I got that in. It's pretty cool. You can like squish it in your hand and ball it up. And I haven't flown it yet. I really want to buy some fluorescent orange TPU and give it to him to have him do the whole thing in fluorescent orange. But the one I got is like dark red. Looks cool, but visually, I'm not sure how it's going to turn out. But very, very cool. Bolting house making 3D print canopy stuff. Carrie, did you get one? No, I didn't. Yeah, because uh, Tracy got the purple one. And I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I was hoping she was going to fly hers. I was kind of hoping she was too, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, that's going to turn into a little black dot really damn quick. Just need the color change. Yeah, probably so. Mm-hmm. Some plasti dip spray paint, put some lines on it. Be good. That's going to be my next train of thought. Will spray paint hurt that stuff? Chris Boltinghouse was using TPU to spray paint his. I don't think regular spray paint will. I think it's fine. Okay. I mean, it's got to get to 200 degrees of print. Yeah, shoot you. Uh, put you some fluorescent orange on that canopy and send it. Well, I got it mounted this morning when I was sitting here. But besides that, just try not to get burned out in the hobby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because, I mean, like, I went and hung out at Waco Friday and Saturday. And for me to just go hang out at the field, especially whatever, I'm like, was talking to some of these guys and like some of them were loading up. They'd been at Waco since Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. They left Saturday and drove straight to Bomber Field for next weekend. Wow. What? Yeah. And I'm like, I just don't know how you did it. That's some dedication there. Well, I mean, at the same time, when you're pulling out in a, Two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar coach. You know, it's not like you're missing the comforts and conveniences of home, but you're still not home. And it's Houston and it's hot and it's humid and it was absolutely miserable there. But I'm like, y'all got way more dedication than I got because I'm thinking, eh, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, you weren't even flying. <laughs> Mm-mm. I put one flight on the turbine whiplash yesterday. I had brought it with me because 
couple of people were asking about it and showed it off and they said, you should fly it. And I said, this is a jet event. It's got a jet motor. So before we left, it's like, all right, I'll go spool it up one time. And it's like all these jet guys standing around, they hear this jet engine is pulling up. And then they see this helicopter doing a few TikToks and flipping and flopping around a little bit. And they're going, uh, that's cool. One guy said, can I fly it? I said, you know how to fly a heli? <laughs> I flew one a long time ago. Uh, what kind of jet you got here? Okay. <laughs> pretty, pretty simple. <laughs> Hand me the keys to the jet. You go fly the turbine. You <laughs> do anything for the turbine. <laughs> I have a jet. Well, my jet costs like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, and it looked pretty good hanging up in my shop. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you need is another jet hanging in your shop. <laughs> Oh, oh God, I know. But, you know, it's it's crazy. Nah, it's, that's about all I've been up to. Well, you've been up to a little more than that. Come on. That's all I can remember. Night heli. Mm-hmm. About it. Crashing airplanes, but try not to go into too much airplane crashing stuff. Adding eight ounces of lead to something that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it said to repair it. They didn't say how much weight to put where when you repaired it. Yeah, oh, I know. Good times. We just had to leave this one. If you were there, you know. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah. Sure was. <laughs> but I still got to fix it. Maybe balance it this next time. The way it ended up. And the only damage it really had just amazed me. I don't think you can destroy it. Yeah, old 90s arfs. Built with plywood, not balsa. It weighs 47 pounds. <laughs> it doesn't do anything good but survive. It goes fast. It goes fast. And it survives. That's true. We'll see. They have plans for it still. That's about it. I mean, heli-wise, just Goose Guy stuff, RS4 stuff. About it. I think I'm keeping some of these projects for winter. That's what I'm saying. And when it's winter, I'm going to say I'm keeping them for summer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's kind of sound like me. <laughs> Terry, what have you been up to? We all spent the weekend together. We ain't talked to you in a while. I have been working, sweating, Working, sweating, that's about it. <laughs> uh, I've decided that working is overrated. I'm taking a little break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about three quarters of our air conditioners had went down in the plant, so it was like, man, it was hot. Sometimes it's cooler to go outside. That's always rough, man. That's always rough. My brother said the same thing that his AC in his plant shop was the out. And I was like, the first thing I would have done, I was going to grab my credit card and went to the closest Walmart or Home Depot and bought me a roll around AC unit and plugged that bitch in and said, I'm paying for the AC. I'll tell you, when my air conditioner went out uh, last August, it's like, oh God, and you know, it's going to take a couple weeks. I ended up having to replace, you know, the whole thing. And I don't recommend that to anybody, really. But it's like a uh, portable AC unit. Freaking blankets hung up on the hallways, 
this, that. It's like, I don't care. Air conditioning as much as I can. If I got to sleep in the couch on the recliner, I, I don't care. Like Spiegel out of the event, just trying to get a box and an AC. I don't care. That's it, man. That's it. Now, hey, I got to tell you one thing that I saw yesterday. Uh, actually, I saw it Friday. Yeah, we might have to do this. You know, the little roll around cart thingies. This old boy who was out there had this little roll around cart, had his jet strapped to the top of it. Now, he's an older gentleman. I've known the man for shit, 25 years. Hadn't seen him in forever. He went and bought an 8,000 BTU air conditioner and he installed it in this little roll around cart and it's all wired up. Got a little chute comes out. He sets his chair in front of his little roll around cart with damn air conditioner blowing on him. Sounds pretty good to me. I'm like, uh, that's so simple and so stupid that it works. And it's like, hmm. And of course, old Mark CC saw it and was like, I got to do that. Mark, you won't even buy servos for your new helicopter. His chief has to be worried about the electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Mark, but it's the truth, buddy. It's, it's the truth. We're glad to get old Mark on here. That way he can uh, take up for himself a little bit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's up to you if you want to do the edit. <laughs> that make for a long podcast. How much time you got, Terry? <laughs> uh, not a whole lot okay. right now. You might want to rethink that that thought you had there. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to get the band back together and been doing a lot of practicing, but that's what's been taking a lot of my time, a little practice on the band stuff and a little simming and work. Uh, we don't know nothing about the sinning part. <laughs> Shoot, I ain't been up to much of nothing. Other than going to Austin last weekend, that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Too much of a good time. Yeah, I was kind of on standby to help Mike if he needed it, but I just wasn't in the mood to fly, really. I was just kicked back, relaxed, and enjoyed it. Got to meet a few people and fly some other people's helis and that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was nice to have a closer to home t- for me, relaxing fun fly. Yeah, wasn't quite as relaxing as I wanted it to be. Uh, other than almost uh, tripping on cracks and falling to China or whatever. My poor little dog, man. Oh, good lord! You should have been running around at night barefooted and catching your <laughs> back of your toe and heel on that thing all damn night. Oh. God, I couldn't even imagine. I was bruised. I think all four of my big toes are bruised. Uh, my little one come bouncing out of the trailer and hit that bottom step, and there's that great big crack right at the bottom of the step. <laughs> and down in that crack she went, and I'm like, uh, I'm going to have to get my dog out of here somehow, some way, but I'm starting to wonder how I'm going to do that. I'm going to have to run to Walmart and get a show. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> tra- I'm telling you, man. Dang, how big is this crack? About four inches wide and as deep as you can see. You you can put an 84-inch airplane wing and bury it. Whoa. You need some rain. That's not no bullshit (laughs) either there, buddy. No. And there's not one or two of them. I'm I'm telling you, you you paid attention because the cracks are so big and so spread, it would have been really, really easy to break your ankle. Wow. We finally got a rain shower the other day. 
That got them nearly an inch. Yeah. We got, what was that, about a week and a half ago, Spiegel, when the piston poured for about three minutes and then stopped? Yeah. Yeah, it was like four sheets, and then that was it. Hmm. That's it. Couldn't see across the parking lot, and then it was gone, blue skies, and now it's back to 110 degrees. Oh, and it's not 90% humidity. It's 100. Mm, that's all it did, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to rain this coming week, so 80 degrees next week. I'm ready for some cooler weather. Oh, that ain't no joke. So Abilene is supposed to have a 40%, 50% chance on rain Thursday, and it changed because now it shows chances of rain Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, but everything's changing. But it was it went from being high of like 78 to now like a high of 87. Probably fudging all of these numbers just to make people feel good. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> the weatherman's really hoping it rains because nobody likes them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if we don't say something soon, they're going to quit listening to us. Well, because you've been saying the same damn thing for the last three months. 105, 105. Back on track, it's it's hot. We know it. it yeah, sorry. <laughs> we could do this all day. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. And you know, the past few weeks, we've got the RS4 Venom flying. I think since we did this last time, I don't remember. I don't think I had the Nitro Raw flying. Yeah, you've been flying that a lot. Uh, yeah, I like it. This course has been so damn hot. I was telling Carrie today, it's like, yeah, I'm going to take the 580 the Nimbus and the and the Nitro. I'm gonna carry the the Venom if I ever get a set of blades for it. No, my bad. Yeah, it's okay. But you know, I've been to more events this year than I have in a long time. And some of it's good, some of it's not. But you know, like going to the Waco thing, it's kind of cool to see how other people do things, although it was hot. And to be honest with you, it's kind of boring. But when you show up to Fun Fly, and they have volunteer fire departments stationed at the fun fly. You go, hmm, maybe we need to think about some things. I don't think we need that, but who knows? Well, yeah, but I mean, you when you got 80 pilots and every one of those pilots have more than one jet flying around grass that if you farted on it wrong, it'd probably catch everything on fire. Yeah, not a bad idea. Yep. I actually really want to go to one of these big jet events to hang out and watch and not participate. I met some really, really cool people. And yeah, I met some douchebags, but that's kind of the nature, I think. Yeah. You know, a lot of really cool people sit down and they know that you're interested. They know you got a little bit of knowledge and, and you sit there and actually they carry on a, a conversation with you and to talk at you or down to you like some of them have a tendency to do. And I learned some things. Jets are a whole other, a whole other animal. But you know, they got sports and they got this and they got that. And I was watching some of those guys fly those those sport jets around. And I'm like, now that's the kind of flying that I enjoy doing. I didn't know you do that with a jet. So are these jet events like just turbines or are they like electric and turbines? There was two or three of the EDFs out there, but no, they were turbines from little bitty to, hey, can I go for a ride in that? 
size. I mean, that, <laughs> dang, wow. Yeah, no, there were some big ones. One old boy had a Sukhoi SU-30, and I'm not going to get all clay ricks and be technical, but the Sukhoi fighter jets are some of my favorite designs. I love them. With two 245 turbines, it holds three and a half gallons of fuel. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> From the time that you pull it up until you better have it on the ground, seven minutes. Three and a half gallons of fuel. Oh, my gosh. That's big money stuff. And, like, when you do a test run-up, like, when he had it spooled up and had a, done a test run-up, he had two guys about my size holding the nose of the airplane and leaned into it when he ran it up. That's how much it took to keep it from just pushing them. And if, guys, you know, I'm 6'5", 265, 270, just depend on, on the day. And when you got two people my size holding the front of this freaking giant SU-30 when it spools up to keep it from just, and they can't hardly hold on to it, oh, God. Sign me up. Wow. Not me. Yeah. Too much coin for me. Oh, yeah, well. It's cool, though. He was a nice guy. He really was a nice guy, but he was also one of those guys that loved telling you how much money he had in his jets. Man, my response was, oh, good for you. You know, that's nice. Good for you. I don't care how much you got in it. I don't care. It ain't mine. I ain't, I didn't build it. I ain't flying it. I ain't responsible for it. But that was the kind of guy. And when he dropped the figure, I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. I could have a really, <laughs> really badass toy hauler with a satellite <laughs> TV and a wet bar and still have money to make five or six events. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. I asked him, I said, so uh, are you hiring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's in a wheelchair. Like I said, super cool guy. Got three or four people who travel all over the country with him. That's nice. And I'm quite sure that's his paid pit crew. Wow. I love the hobby. I love the sport. I love this. I'm glad people with disabilities or handicaps or, you know, life's dealt them certain hands or whatever else. I'm glad they don't let that stop them. Oh, yeah. And they get out and they do the stuff they love. Mikey can't play like that now. Ain't even going to try. <laughs> Not quite yet. Dude, if I had the money, I would become CC when it comes to dropping $35,000 on a toy airplane. Sorry. <laughs> Just, yeah, can't can't do it. Nope, nope. $35,000, I can buy something I can strap my fat ass in and fly myself around. <laughs> Heck, yeah. We'll just tickle the water a little bit with our turbine. That's helmet. it. <laughs> That's just the start. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Oh, wait. He's deeper in than I am. He's a, He's got a turbine fixed uh, too. Yeah. Dang yeah. it. <laughs> Watching some of these guys and doing this and that. and I'm going to kind of make fun, and I'm going to be a little serious. So there's one guy who's flying this jet, and he had it in the most beautiful knife edge. And he's about five foot off the ground, and he's the full length. Now, Waco's runway, guys, is 800 foot long and 80 foot wide. It's huge, and you have a large flat area on both ends. So he comes down the flight line, call it five foot off the ground in a perfect knife edge. If he wasn't running 150, he was sitting still. 
And I'm like, oh, hmm. Okay. And he just keeps doing this. Then he comes down the runway, this perfect knife edge. And the next thing I know, he pulls like full elevator on it. And it's knife edge, 90 degree turn, and it's gone. These carbon fiber wings, I've watched them flex probably five or six inches. Mm. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, that's some G's right there, baby. But <laughs> I don't care how good a pilot you are. I just don't care. He's flying the pattern this way. The whole pattern. Like I said, five foot off the ground, knife edge the whole way. And I'm like, nice. this guy ain't doing this. He's got heading hole gyro or he's got something. Sure, that's exactly what he was doing. Like that's all. That's oh. like cheating. You put it in this altitude, flip a switch, and it stays there. Yep. Like oh, shit. Still looks it good. It looks badass. <laughs> I mean, when a when a jet comes by you at 150 mile an hour, five foot off the ground, in a perfect knife edge, I don't care. You go, ooh, wow, that's cool. That's why IMAX says no gyros. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, I got all kinds of goodies. So we had the last weekend was the ride to lightning event. Me and Carrie Spiegel and well, we had 38 pilots there and I kind of worked a little harder than I should have, but, uh, I got to say it was a good time. Uh, I think next year our goal is to probably shoot for around 50 pilots. It was all electric airplanes, helis. It didn't matter. I didn't hear no bitching or belly aching about the two having to play nice together. No. You know, when the heli guys wanted to fly, the airplane guys let them fly. That, uh, and vice versa. When the nitro airplane wanted to fly, they let the guys yeah, fly. They did. <laughs> of course, that was 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> See what else we got going on. Oh, hey. So I know this answer, but buying nitro fuel. Terry, you don't do any nitro, do you? I have a gallon of uh, nitro from my planes, but it's been a while since I've brought it out. Well, you know, sitting there talking about how much turbines cost and this and that and whatever else. Uh, when you start paying $45 a damn gallon for nitro fuel, and you kind of got to know somebody to even get them to order it, or it costs you... Uh, $75 a gallon. Man, what happened to the $15, $20 a gallon fuel that we used to have? It's airplane fuel now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody got greedy. Yeah, I think I paid $30 for that gallon. Yeah, I got six gallons of Power Master, and I like running cool power, but I was having all kinds of issues getting cool power. So, Power Master it is, baby. Power Master it is. Get nitro nowadays. You just got to be happy to get nitro. That's who I am. So, figure I burn a gallon or two of it up this next weekend. So then I'll be whining because I have to be trying to figure out how to get nitro fuel again. And I don't know if I still got that source anymore, but we'll find out. It's true. So, Radio Wars, I've been flying the 32MZ more and more and more. I really like that radio. And I hate that radio. <laughs> I, I mean, the radio you love to hate or hate to love? Dude, it flies so good. The gimbals feel so great. The 760 is locked. It's awesome. But it should never be that fiddly or that bunch of a pain in the ass to set a radio up. Yeah. Anybody on the fence and anybody who tells you, oh, no, they're easy to set up, 
They've either been flying Fataba their whole life or they have never damn touched one. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I haven't touched one. Yeah, if you're a JR guy or you're a Spectrum guy or you're a Jetty guy and you grab a Fataba radio that you've never done anything with, you're going to scratch your head. You're going to get pissed off and go, why did I spend this much damn money on radio? But uh, then again, of course, you could always jump off the really deep crazy end and buy a JR. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, but at least it's easy to program. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it's easy to program until you spend $500 on that new flight controller. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> going to say. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what it's counting? It's going to be up there. JR is not cheap. Mm-mm. So that flight controller is not going to be cheap. I'll stick with my Spectrum. I bet it'll probably be the same price as a V-Bar. How much you want to bet on that, Carrie? For really, JR stuff really is priced about with everybody else. The modern stuff. I bet you that's going to be the most expensive flight controller on the market. And right now, that's probably a toss-up between the Bavarian Demon, which is just a flight controller, and the 760, because the Bavarian Demon's 400 bucks without a receiver. Is that what it is? Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be 499 Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have the 760, which is 400 bucks, but hey, at least it does come with a receiver. So that saves you 40, 50, 60, $80, you know, depending on what receiver you're going to run. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah. I, I haven't done, seen anything but some videos, but this new Spirit Wave, I ain't going to lie, it's kind of got me intrigued. I figure it has you intrigued, Spiegel. No, not really. <laughs> Spiegel probably already has one. He just hadn't showed us yet. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. The only ready I'm looking for is like an NX8 or an old new gen DX8 for my airplane crap. Yeah. 9303 is good, but there's certain stuff it won't play with in 2023. No. I talked to a couple of people who's got to play with it. And from what I understand, they take the simplicity of setting it up of the V bar with the tunability of the 760. And. I ain't gonna lie, that intrigues the hell out of me. I don't know if it intrigues me $1,500 to go buy one and then flight control and all that other stuff. But yeah, anybody listening to it needs somebody in Central Texas to test one out. You know, hey, I'm I'm offering. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not offering. Give it a review. Do what, Terry? Give it a review. Oh, yeah. Be glad to. Around between all of us. <laughs> oh yeah. We all put our input on it. Well, hell yeah. Spirit doesn't do that, so Spirit barely even dabbles in the team game. Spirit's very you want it, you buy it. No, that's true. It's they don't sponsor stuff, they don't throw stuff away. They just try to make good flight controllers at a decent price, and that's what they do. Now, I mean, since everybody has been talking so much, you know, we got asked a favor. I don't know the gentleman, but the guy who asked us, I deeply, deeply respect. And I guess we need to talk about this this gentleman, Travis, and the fun fly that's going on 
September 28th through October 1st at Fredericksburg, uh, the fall heli mowdown. I think we kind of need to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I put a link down in the uh, show notes there. Apparently, this guy, I've never met him. I've not talked to him. I don't nothing. But uh, apparently, I mean, he's uh, highly, highly respected. When you're on the good side of Doug Darby and Doug Darby thinks so much to reach out and go, hey, I'm not going to the event. There's no way I could go to the event. But, uh, I mean, it's $40. I went ahead and registered. If you can do something to help this family out, I think that this community has so much to offer. The economy's kind of crappy, this, that, and whatever else. But, guys, it's 40 bucks. That's kind of my plea. I paid it. I went ahead and registered, paid the $40. Yeah, if the proceeds are going to go to a good cause, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Let's see. What's the date of it? It's $40 fee. Yeah, September 28th to the October 1st mm-hmm. at Fredericksburg Area RC Club, 6900 Jefferson Davis Highway, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Uh, looks like they got hookups, RV hookups. Dinner on Saturday, two flying fields, light towers, pretty much. Yeah, this is at that event. That yeah, that event. This is at Fredericksburg. This is the, this is the really good event that I want to go to one day. <laughs> yeah. Now that was like Shannon's home field, right? I wouldn't say it was home field, but it was his home. Like he was at that field every event that they had. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I knew he lived somewhere close to the area, but I didn't know. As a matter of fact, I thought Kenny had said he lived in Fredericksburg, but I wasn't sure. You know the story? So this guy died or what? No, apparently he got severely injured. Uh, I don't know the extent of it, but apparently he was uh, in an Osprey that went down. And from what little I've read, I mean, I guess he has uh, basically... If I'm wrong, cut it. I'm sorry, but basically like a, a TBI and all kinds of other stuff. I mean, apparently he it, it screwed him up pretty bad. But the only thing I know for sure, he was in a, a an Osprey that went down in uh, Australia, I think. Okay. Yeah, anytime being in a helicopter crash is, is tough. Yeah, it looks like they're going to give 100% of the proceeds this year to the family. So anytime these events step up like this and they back the fee or they make the event free or the donations from the event go to a specific organization, it's, uh, it's really good. Yeah, it looks like all the proceeds are going to be going to the Joe Reyes family. So mm-hmm. if you're in the area, make it. You can fly down, fly down. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to go and be like Mike, just register to help donate to that family. Like Mike said, log in and uh, register at least. They did say uh, if you're going to register, just put a note on there that you're not going to be able to attend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't remember what note I said, but I mean, that's, that's basically what it was, you know. Yeah, because they don't want to have like 400 pre-registered pilots and 100 show up and they got like 700 porta bodies. Yeah. Correct. That is yeah. true. Now, 
that would screw up your. <laughs> I, I'm going to say this very carefully because I'm pretty pro heli direct. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but you know, they did say, and they're doing one thing that uh, I got to give them mad props for because Sean was supposed to go to the event. Sean can't go to the event. And instead of doing all kinds of raffle prizes and pilot prizes and whatever else, from what he posted, basically all the travel expense that was going to be incurred to send him there, plus the cost of raffle prizes and this and that and whatever else, they're just making a monetary donation. Think what you will, say what you will, but when a company that that cares enough about its customers and its groups and it's this, because let's face it, the heli community is not the largest in the world, steps up and goes, you know what? Screw the product, screw the promotion. This is what we're going to do. I got to take my hats off to them on that. That's pretty cool. Heck yeah. Yeah, they definitely have stepped up you know, supporting the heli community very religiously this year. They have, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been stepping up, so good props to Heli Director stepping up this year for supporting events. And even Sean, Sean's been like hitting events like, like crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like there's not an event held anymore that Heli Direct ain't saying something about it. Mm-mm. No. But you know, the hobby kind of needs somebody that's got a platform, that's got a voice. I mean, I know that's kind of what we're doing, but the hobby kind of needs somebody that will stand up on the box and go, well, heli direct, baby, you know? Yeah. Sean's been doing a good job. He, he's been doing an outstanding job. Me and a good friend of mine has been having lots of talks lately, and and it's it's kind of funny because in the hobby, in the community, in this and that, I don't care if it's a heli thing, if it's a club thing. It always seems like everybody gets hung up on money, trying to figure out how to make money to do this or raise money to do that. And, you know, the the financial side of it, guys, we're in a hobby. It's not cheap. But, you know, it can't be about the money. You know, an event costs money. We all know that. Spiegel knows that better than, than any of us, you know, how much to do this. <laughs> But, you know, when everybody makes shit about the money, well, it takes the other stuff away. And, you know, it's, it's nice when somebody goes, you know, it, it's not about the money. Let's just do the right thing. It, it's refreshing to me. Heck, yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot more events this year doing that and picking up on it. And I think the hobby's grown some because of it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the events across the United States have grown. We still have a long way to go. Oh, yeah, we, we have a long, long, long way to go. You know, will we ever get back to the to the heyday of things? Yeah, I don't think so. But do, honestly, do we want to? I already have enough problem missing events as it is. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like kind of going back to talking about the jet thing. You know, those guys, some of those guys leave their house in, in March or April. And they might not come back home, but a couple of weeks during that period of time, they're on the road the whole time. You know, we kind of talk about, you know, said something about Doug Darby, but, uh, I mean, Doug Darby crisscrosses the United States going fun flies. It's not because he's, Doug, if you're a badass pilot, forgive me. But I've really never even seen Doug fly. I don't think I've ever seen him fly myself. I've seen him fly. 
that he goes to the events because he enjoys the people, the atmosphere, and he loves the hobby. How many, I mean, it's like that friggin' badass trailer that he either just sold or selling. That thing has been drugged literally all over the country, just going fun fly after fun fly. Yeah, and Dude, it probably got a million miles on it. Oh, I guarantee you, I, I guarantee you, it, it's, uh, it's warranty is way past expired for sure. <laughs> I have difficulty just making like two or three events. Maybe I tie it off a little too, too much. Send it a little too hard when I go to events, but I'm having difficulty just trying to talk myself into going to Lindsay right now. Abilene, I'm going to have to skip because of work. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I may not make any of them, but Ice House, I'll have to at least go out there and mow. So I'm getting close to burned out and I can feel it and I'm starting to throttle myself back a lot. Abilene was off the books for me. And then, of course, some things in my life changed and now it's back on. That is the most relaxing from fly. It's not a party. It's not this. It's not that. It's relaxing. I kind of enjoy that aspect of it because it's not about doing anything stupid or whatever. It's about just kind of chilling out and hanging out. And I like the field. I like the people. Well, if I didn't have to work, I'd be going. It's a three-hour drive. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy. But I don't think showing up Sunday morning is going to do anybody any good. Oh, no, because, I mean, by 3 o'clock, everybody there is going to be like, duh, 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 you know. Yeah. What was I fixing to say? You know, for me, it's one of those that normally I do four events a year. Skinner's, Helly's over Apache Pass, Abilene, and Ice House. That's kind of my four. So this year, I got those four throw in Mayday. Then you throw in the ride to lightning thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, I've been going to the field twice a week. And we go out, we turn on the air conditioner in the shop. We fly, we sit there and shoot the shit. We fly, we sit there and shoot the shit. And I enjoy that. I love it. But I don't know how these guys can can do these two, three, four-day weekends. Oh, yeah. Like, they had the one in October. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks after that, they had Urcha. And then two weeks after Urcha, they had. Oh, yeah. What? Heli X? No, when's it? Heli X was last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, that was two weeks. And now there's one in Cincy. And it's like Leroy Hall was at all of these. I know a bunch of these people that were at both of them or all of them. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how is your body? Is this energy drinks? <laughs> like, uh, well, I think their fun fly mentality is way different than ours. I've seen videos. They're not. They're not taking it easy. No, but I mean, so was there uh, helis over California going on? Went on this weekend. Yeah, and you know Ben's going to be in Abilene, so Ben was at Heli X. Heli's over California. He's coming to Abilene, which is a chill event. Then next thing you know, two weeks later, he's going to be in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And then we start coming into like the Florida events. Yeah. And then you have the winter bash. You have this, you have that. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, that's a level of dedication that I, I just don't have it. I, if I had the time and the money, I don't think I have it. I could, but 
I know I would get burned out. Like I know four events a year is like the max, like, and I actually need less than that. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad thing, but it's kind of like, man, there's a lot of events going on this year. Uh, there it is. I think that a bigger part of it is that. I think the hobby's growing. I think the hobby's growing. Yeah. If you sit down and kind of think about it, I think that we've been more in tune to what's going on around the country. We pay a little more attention where even a year ago, I think we kind of mentioned, oh, that'd be cool and whatever else. But I think for some reason that we talk enough and this and that, whatever else, I think that we're more in tune about kind of what's going around the country. We're more involved in certain aspects. So we see more things and you, you talk about it more and block, you, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's, but I still think there's a lot more activity going on right now. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm, I think that com- just compared to three years ago, the, and of course, Shitty time and, you know, COVID and all that other crap. But uh, people are not scared. They're not this. They're not that. And it's like, you know, hey, we we took a couple of years off of our life and we're done with it. I don't think the heli community really did that. But at the same time, there's a shit ton of people that like literally took two years of their life, put it on hold, and they're making up for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Pete Dela Cruz, and I know he used to listen and fly hell. He used to come to all the events and take pictures of everything and post pictures of the high end photography stuff. Miss him. Oh, yeah. Anyway, does anybody else have to go over anything? <laughs> Are you telling me to shut up, Spiegel? Am I pulling the Spiegel this time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We need his content anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I could go. I ended up getting a JR Elite while I've been away. (laughs) It's actually been pretty dang good. I guess the weekend before last weekend, I uh, finally took it out to the field and flew with it. And it has much lower latency than the 28X. It almost felt like I need to turn my rates down on the model. Wow. And that that's just binding it, doing a straight setup, not changing anything on the helicopter, just radio to radio it was that big of a difference. I've been very impressed with it. The battery life is much better than a 28X. It's lighter. So far, I'm liking it. And uh, I even dabbled with programming servos and stuff on board the transmitter a little bit last night. So that's pretty cool. Nice. I said, I'm surprised that you're still black because, I mean, from everything you've been telling me, you've just been sitting around the house rubbing on it with a damn diaper the whole time. <laughs> well, it's a good thing the whole case is black. So, you know, <laughs> it doesn't really rub through. <laughs> so I started to get the white one, but I talked myself out of it. I'll stay black. It's easier to keep black clean. Yeah. And you're normally a dirty guy. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm mechanic by trade, so. And shoot, uh, there's a lot of times I go flying after work or whatever because I'm closer to the field at that point, so. Yeah, it's kind of like me. If I get to go fly, it'll be after work one day. And yeah, I've been pulling wires or messing with some kind of mechanic. Yeah. But other than that, ordered some more new toys. 
I got the uh, Raw 500. I actually got shipping notification for it yesterday. The new, new one? Yeah. Hmm. And then I also ordered the Goose Guy S1, which we will get to fly this weekend at Abilene. Yes, sir. Ben's letting everybody take pulls on his, so heck yeah. He puts me on a buddy box. I'm going to smack his gambling ass. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I can, Real. I it's a goose guy. <laughs> yeah, but you know how long that last last time we did the, you can fly if you want, OMPM1. Mm-hmm. Mike, do you think he'll let it, let you do a blade stop with it? I'm going to ask. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Ben. Uh, Spiegel showed me this really cool trick. Can I try it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Note to self, when you do blade stops, don't sit there and gawk and look at the blades. Oh, that's really cool. And then forget you have to spool it back up, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. As it's falling at terminal velocity towards the ground. Concrete at that. Goose guy has to down. <laughs> I haven't even looked to fix it yet. It's just like, when Spiegel comes walking back to the pit, just holding dangling parts, and is like, yeah, go to the trailer. How long is it going to take? I think it was Tracy. He goes, wow, you got to fix that. And Spiegel shows back up 30 seconds. Fixed. Grab the other one. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is why I have two, because this one's going to need. It was already bent up. It was, it was already needing a full disassembly and rebuild. So that's what it's going to get now. Other than that, that's all I had. This is the first time that you got to meet Mark and Tracy. Super nice people, man. Meeting them in person. Yeah. Super, super, super nice. Heck yeah. They just felt part of the crew. They did, man. It's like they like we've known them forever. Yeah. They were okay. I didn't completely open up with them, but I talked to them a lot and you know, screwed up their goose guy S2s and I think the goose guy Fly barless can actually work on the RS4. <laughs> you just have to flash it with the S2 firmware. Because <laughs> <laughs> I flashed the S2 with the RS4 firmware, and a lot of stuff was opposite. So I wonder if you could do that, but I'm not sure. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, on the Venom setup. Yeah. Yeah, for the new one. I get this message. Everything's backwards. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you need to talk to Spiegel because I am not your guy. Luckily, we walked back through it. I flashed mine with the same firmware. It was the same issue. I picked the RS4 firmware and flashed it to S2 and it doesn't work very well. <laughs> so luckily, he was there when I've had to fight through it and gave him all the software and videos and they were able to get it reflashed and it's flying good now, so. Crisis averted. Uh, well, you would think you couldn't cross-pollinate like that. Oh, it cross-pollinated. It just didn't produce no flyers there, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like planting banana peppers beside your jalapeno. You don't just get spicy banana peppers. You just don't get no peppers. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So I got a question, Carrie. All right. How do you like that interceptor? We haven't. I haven't heard anything about it. I hadn't got to fly it yet. I haven't made it through break-in. I've already rebuilt the engine three times. What? It's so dang dusty here, it's dusting itself out. Oh. Yep, no air filter. So I got on a 3D printer and designed a, or added to their 
intake funnel and put an RC car air filter on it, basically. I got to give you props, Carrie. That that actually come out looking pretty good. Thank you. I just got to order another piston and sleeve. I re-ringed it, but it still has zero compression. So, How much does it cost them to rebuild the motor every time? Uh, about 120 So how much does a YS-91 cost? No idea. Shit. OS-90. <laughs> but I do know that that engine and pipe is no different than buying a nitro and pipe. But you also have $100 a gallon nitro you'd have to buy for it. Oh, that's whiny, <laughs> whiny excuses, excuses. Well, I think if I was good with a fuel model, it'd have to be a gasser. Uh, well, I know somebody who can make that happen, Terry. Heck yeah, we do. Hmm. How bad do you want one? Not that bad right now. <laughs> Me neither. Kind of the same way. But I was saying, if I had to do fuel, that's probably what I would do. I like them so far. They sip their fuel. They have decent power. They're not like a nitro, but they have decent power. They've been pretty dang reliable, especially the 700. You do more than two pulls on their cord and they don't start, just go hang it up. They don't want it that day. And it's very rare that happens. Very rare. Never. No tuning. Never have to tune it. Runs better than electric motor. That's what I think I'd like right there. Mm-hmm. The initial start of the engine, yeah, there's a lot of tuning. But once you get it set, you just forget it. Now, what he's not telling you, what he's not telling you <laughs> is when they're right, they're really nice. When they're not right, they're bastard childs because <laughs> you will scratch uh, your head and run around just chasing your tail trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here. Now anymore, I don't even touch the needles. I'll sit there and rebuild the carb and I won't even touch the needles. I'll put new gaskets and springs and all that in there and it usually Sounds fixes like everything. Sounds like some old wise tales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turbine guys. I, I just picked my feet up off the floor because the bullshit's getting deep. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, I miss you guys. <laughs> I can tell you, I can't pick a main topic. So I think we made that. <laughs> yeah. It may just be an update. Yeah, really. I was like, yeah, we're all still alive. I can tell you how to do power loops with a night radian glider. <laughs> I haven't touched the wings together yet, but they're getting close. Real close. When you're trying to fly a night radian and you think, you know, this would be really cool. Let me just lay down in the middle of the runway and try to fly it. That's freaking hard. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So remember me talking on a couple of episodes back when I was at Duncan, we were all laying on the runway and I tried to have the two cellar boys sit and fly it laying down and he said he couldn't do it. And so it was a perfect timing where we could do that. And Mike tried it and he said, it's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) And you lose all depth perception. You're like, uh, uh, yeah. So Mike gave up and then he gave the radio to me and I was like, okay, I'm going to try. And I tried. It's hard to explain until you try to do it. You're like, Oh, I can do that. It's it's very, very scary. Luckily, it's with the night rating, so when you get disoriented or something, you just kind of like pull up and just chop the throttle. And How many times you tell me, oh, just let go of the radio? Just let go of the radio. As I'm doing loop, 
after loop, after loop, after loop. Yeah. Is it up or down? Is it up or down? (laughs) It's uh, it's fun. I had a lot of fun with Nightfly stuff. I'm probably going to build a RS4 night setup. I'm going to build some 380 night blades next on my list. Uh, you sure got a lot of people's attention with the the night heli last weekend. Oh, did you get that one finished? Yeah, well, it's not finished. I, I didn't do the canopy stuff, so I just, just had the boom wrapped and the skids are white and the tail fin's blue, and I just have blades on it. But you can see it really good. It's not an orientation problem. Mm-hmm. Dang, I missed it. Oh, you didn't see me fly it? No. I didn't know you had it with you. Oh, yeah. It flies really, really good. Now, I didn't notice you getting spider bit, Carrie. Nah, I don't know. I just didn't feel like drinking, really. I'm glad you didn't. I'm on day one not drinking again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't made it past day one very much lately. <laughs> We're sitting in my camper, and there was about half a bottle of the pre-mix tequila. And about 1130, I'm like, uh, there ain't no more tequila, and I can't finish what I got. I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's fun. Now, nice thing was, is it was about a seven, eight foot stumble to my bed. Just don't fall in the crack. <laughs> no. Yeah. That was a big thing, man. I'm glad no one got hurt. Yeah. Well, this was a fun fly first for me. I had my little dog with me. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was well behaved. She was well behaved. Didn't seem to be bothered by a whole lot other than when I would leave her in the clubhouse because I was going to go fly and dad's not in there and oh mark she says she's not very sociable i said mark she just doesn't like you (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm gonna refrain (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying not to talk bad about people jokingly no i was giving him crap but you know and he's like well when you leave i'd try to get her and pick her up and i'm like she's daddy's girl bubba she wants me if I'm in there, you're probably golden. If I'm not in there, yeah, he's looking for me. I'm trying to think of anything to talk about besides the one thing we'll touch on real, real softly. What's that? We'll get to it when we get to the end of the podcast. <laughs> hmm. We're going to touch on the RCHN stuff just, just a little bit at the end here. Oh, okay. I like this one. I don't know who put this in there. How to help others with their setups and flying. I kind of like that. I was just about to bring that up. I put it in there. That's a great point based off experience from this weekend. Yes. Had a gentleman take a transmitter and just start changing. What was it? Throttle or pitch curve? Something like that. Pitch curves. Yeah. Yeah. And it turned out to be not what they wanted in their model. And I was setting up another model for them they were having issues with and i'm over asking them well what kind of pitches do you run you know what what how do you set yours up you know that way i could set it up for them not how i set it up that or somebody has another model and have them fly their model and then you kind of test hover their model and kind of see what their current setup is yeah exactly i think that that was offered many times on a couple aspects and the pilot that was getting the help was not comfortable even talking about or thinking about that. Oh, that's fine. I mean, there's certain people are some. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I'm a little jealous because I was supposed to made in a 580 carry. I was busy. <laughs> but at the same time, 
I mean, it's got an icon on it. I can set up an icon. I just hadn't done it in a long time. And I generally look for somebody who has way more experience setting one of those up than me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little lazy on that. It wasn't bad at all. I don't know if it was them that started the icon setup or if it was somebody else. But when I went in there, the throws off the transmitter were just not what the icon wanted. They were way too small. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I went in there to the transmitter, turned the rates or the throws up, got it into the 100 100 on the icon, and setup went like a breeze. And I just eyeballed the, the servos and everything else. I didn't have my tools or anything to do a real setup on the head, but we carried it out there and hovered it. Blade tracking was a little off, but it hovered good. Mm-hmm. Needed a little more throttle, though. Uh, it's a 6S 600, and I think for what she's wanting to do, the lower head speed is probably going to be good for her and going to be bad for her because you know, we all know when you're on that head speed a little lower, if you're getting by and you got to get into the collective, you just don't got it. Well, at her skill level, it was too low. Right. I mean, the stability was pretty much gone at that head speed. Right. She's running straight throttle curves. She's not using a governor yet. And uh, so I left it at that, and I just bumped her throttle curve up to throttle it up a little bit, and she should be fine. Do not understand why, when you're running modern ESCs, why you don't run the go. I just don't understand it. Yeah. There's a lot of people who don't, but I don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. When it's people running about 1,400. Uh, probably. It was pretty low. I turned mine down about 1,400, and... It just barely will fly. It took a little more collective than normal to get it off the ground, but yeah. I mean, I fly low head speed all the time, so I was all right with it. Terry, where do you run yours at? What head speed do you do you fly yours at? About what? Two grand? Eighteen hundred? Two grand? Yeah, right at eighteen hundred, eighteen fifty. It flies good at eighteen, nineteen hundred. I mean, it it does, but nothing like it does at like twenty three hundred. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I had it about 2,700 when I maidened it that one time. (laughs) It was screaming. Hey, that's what my turbine did whenever we first fired it up. (laughs) Yeah, but in all fairness, you had a runaway. That's a total different thing. (laughs) Still scary with the 700. Uh, I remember talking to you, and when I showed up at the restaurant, I think you were still vibrating. Oh, yeah. I never knew a 700 could stay together at those head speeds. (laughs) Did we lose Spiegelie? No, I'm here. I just stepped out for a second. I think she brought her head speed up to around 18. It would be just right. Oh, yeah. 18's pretty good. Yeah, kind of the perfect. You got enough, but not too much. Yeah. It's stable. You don't got to worry about it if you need to dig into it because it'll do it. It'd be like Jason Hunter talking to him last night. He's like, yeah, kind of a low head speed. He's like 2,200. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I always run 2,200 on the head. I was like, okay. I'm not even going to reach out. I'm not going to ask him nothing. If he shows up at Abilene next weekend, great. I'd love to see him. 
but I haven't asked. I hadn't invited. I haven't said nothing because he's going to lie to me anyway. So what difference does it make? <laughs> it is good to see Jason Hunter back in the hobby now. Hey, oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. After his motorcycle road trip buying and selling that he did. Yeah. Well, honestly, don't start talking about his big yellow boat again. Jeez. Oh. What, we going to lose him to boating now? No, he always talks about this yellow boat. All the chicks love it. It's just always funny when he talks about it. Huh. You have to get him talking about it next time you see him. Yeah, I'll have to remember that. Speaking of boating, anybody talked to Captain Kenny lately? I haven't. I didn't know if you went to eat with them the other day when you went out to Upa's or Opa's or whatever that barbecue restaurant you said you were at. Oh, yeah. No, I had went to Lake Travis over in Spicewood. That's where my my sister's mother-in-law's memorial service was. And I'm like, okay, it's hot. I'm tired. I'm hungry. There's barbecue. Can't go wrong with barbecue. Stop. Get barbecue. It's a good barbecue place. It, it is. It's pretty decent. I love their their barbecue chicken. They were out. The only thing they had when we showed up, the only thing they had was brisket and sausage. Now, the brisket was pretty badass. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I did not try the sausage. I almost did just for you, but I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I've, I've had it. It's not bad, but it's nothing to write home about. Yeah, I guess last time we talked to Kenny was at Ride the Lightning Fly In. Yeah, he called. Yeah. I haven't talked to him in a good minute. I need to call him. I paid him finally for that stupid Mamba airplane thing. <laughs> he actually thinks I paid him twice, but I looked at my PayPal and I didn't. So. Well, I tried to get him to refund it to me, but he wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I, I am opportunistic. Is that the right word? Well, I don't know. That's kind of like a reach. <laughs> Kenny giving a refund. <laughs> yeah, Kenny ain't giving no refund. <laughs> No, I don't know what he's up to. He's still flying. He still has his stuff. He hasn't sold. I mean, he's just been doing a bunch of family stuff this summer, like all of us have. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, old Spiegel's daughter had her Division One debut TV the whole nine yards, what, last weekend? Yeah, last weekend. I didn't go. Thank God. I went to ride the lightning instead, and wife went, so all oh, that's good, so. Yeah, wife come home with third-degree burns on her ass from the stadium bleachers. Mm. Decided she didn't really want to do that this weekend, huh? (laughs) Yeah, she said, I'm staying home. It's too hot. I was like, eh. (laughs) I felt like (laughs) giving her shit. I was like, you know, we paid season tickets. (laughs) Might want to drive your ass up there and sit in that chair. It's hot. It is what it is. Did y'all finish with all the other flying setups? or? Yeah, I did. I'll touch on it enough. Well, I was away. Sorry. I think we kind of covered it. I mean, to surmise, don't just throw your setup in somebody else's stuff. Talk to them, know where they're at, and know how to set up something that fits them, not yourself. We're all guilty of it. Yeah. It may help them. It may not. But if you want to push your setup, I don't know. If you felt comfortable letting them fly your model, let them fly your model with that setup. Everybody's stuff is different. I normally, when I do people set up is I start with a sport. And then from there, I just give it to them and say, you know, if you want it sped up, let me know and we can land it. I 
I can speed that up for you or if you need that slower or if you need some more expo, like I normally try to get feedback from them on what they want the result to be. Yeah. Well, it's a little touchier than it used to be. Well, I can fix that. It's not as touchy as it used to be. I can fix that. Also, don't do as much as I used to on that type of stuff. Like Raphael was asking me to help do some tuning and stuff. And I said, I can like show you how to do the rates or, you know, stuff like that. But if you're having like a bobble or a mechanical issue, I was like, I'm not your guy. <laughs> and not because I can't do it. I can do it, but it's like, it's taxing. I really don't feel like tuning somebody else's machine. I've done it so many times. And then you go out the next day and like, they just undo everything you did and put it back the same ways. And it's like, you might as well just show them how to adjust it and let them adjust it. Yeah. I used to give my heli to, uh, I forgot his name, but I used to give it to like a pro because I wanted to see it like 3d and stuff. So he would set it up how he would have his rates and stuff. And by the time he gave it back to me, it was unflyable. (laughs) I wasn't that good, but I wanted to see it fly like that. But when he gave me back the radio, I didn't have the skill. So I had to just turn everything back the way it was. Yeah. I think that Shane sat down with Raphael and I think there was a lot of setup issues and I saw Shane sitting in there for quite a while. I think Shane went through and got all the issues set up. I think it was kind of like the Tracy deal. It wasn't necessarily the icon. It was the radio wasn't set up for the icon. Then you got to go in and set all your travels in in the radio. Then you can go in and set all your travels in the icon. Oh, yeah. And I think that that was the biggest issue. But I, I I think Shane got him squared away. Page one and two of the icon setup menus are they got to go the right way. <laughs> yeah, it's generally pretty important. You know, you, you don't want to skip the first three or four pages because that generally tells you what you need to do to make the rest of the shit work right. Mm-hmm. Most of us normally skip instructions and stuff and X, Y, or Z. Yeah, I look for pictures. Yeah. You build a manual that has nothing but pictures, I will buy your product. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, y'all probably wouldn't like to fly mine because it's all stock. Ain't nothing wrong with that, Terry. Nah. You know, if I fly like a brand, I'll actually click sport and then I'll move the rates up from like 360 to like 400 on the cyclic and the tail. And that's normally where I fly at. Me and Kerry were talking about this. Was this yesterday? We were talking about it with the V bar because I mean, it's like, yeah. When I set up a V bar, I don't do shit. It's bone stock until I go fly it. And at that point, it's like, you know, the tail's a little slow. Speed it up. Tail's a little fast. Slow it down. You know, I got a little twitch, little gain. And, but that's it. I mean, it's, it's like. So, Terry, you just use the basic icon sport button or? Yeah. Well, usually in a flat mode one, I got it in beginner, sport, and then acro. Oh, okay. I put it in a 3D one time. I'm like, no, that's too hot. <laughs> yeah, the 3D is actually too hot. It's way hot. My Spartans, I go to Burt K settings, and then I go into the rates, and I turn that down to 350 on all three axes. That sounds about right. I'm done. Oh, Spartans. You still hunting those things down? Uh, I've slowed down because I'm about 
five ahead right now. So uh, you just means you need to buy more helicopters. Yeah. I only have one and it's going to go in nitro proto 700. Eventually, man, eventually, <laughs> honestly, the goblin raw has been the first model that's really came out that I've just, I want one. Other than that, the rest of them, I just, I haven't wanted any more models. <laughs> 45. Jeez. The only thing that's come out lately that I go, you know, I'd kind of really like to have that. That's the raw 500. But Carrie has one, so I'll just check his out, and then I'll decide. He's the guinea pig on this one. There you go. It doesn't have a transmission, correct? No, it's belt drive. It's belt drive, yeah. Like a, an old goblin. Okay. I got to get with CCNC if he wants this old Nightfly XL II electronics package. I tried to sell him, but he wouldn't buy We was talking about that today, and I'm like, I, he never told me a price. I said, you never made him a damn offer either. I told him it's like $400. Yeah. Motor's 100 ESC's 100 All the servos are 100 and the fly is 100 I mean, that's what I told him. I said, just get this stuff and be done with it. <laughs> well, he wants so much money. I said, then go buy $400 worth of servos. Go buy $125 speed control and then go spend you $160 on Yeah, I'm not going to give it away. Because he's still trying to figure out how to pull the old school icons off of stuff and this and that. So you have two brand new modern mechanic helicopters. <laughs> it's time to get into the 21st century. <laughs> I mean, I've got the, all the stuff for it. I just, I'm not going to give it away for, you know, 250 bucks or 300 bucks. They're well, you, 100 bucks a piece for those items is what I could sell them for online. Yeah, you know, I was giving you crap when I yeah. do that. Oh yeah, I know, but it's one of those things. That's, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not giving away a full that I know. I just keep it in the bag, and two years later, I could. It's a good setup, you know. It'd be like Jason Hunter to run Castle ESCs because they're still good. I guess one day I'll be like him. Yeah, we're still running all the old school stuff. Go buy the modern, latest, greatest modern stuff and throw antiquated crap in there with. Damn EC5s. Mm. What's wrong with that? Yeah, what's wrong with the EC5? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hard to put together? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Desolder. Don't hold good big wires. Get hot. Crash my helis. I guarantee you flying EC5s out in this temperature. You can be flying long. <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't been. Why well, I haven't been. I don't know. I got so many projects on the list, it's out of control. But I'm enjoying the hobby still. I just need to step back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of burned out after Heli's over Apache Pass. I had never spent that long at a fun fly. <laughs> I didn't even want to look at a bird. <laughs> it will wear you out. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Unless you're like Doug Darby and all these other people that, I don't know if they're drinking special water or I don't know. So, Terry, me and Spiegel met up at ARCA about, what, 8.30 Friday morning? Yes. Well, I went home once, took a shower, done a couple things. I left ARCA at 10 o'clock Monday morning. Yeah. The funny thing, my trailer's still sitting there. Oh. (laughs) You dragging it down to Abilene? Yes, sir. 
If I do come down, I may just ride my Harley down there and just watch. Well, come on. Yeah. I wish I could. Uh, you're welcome. You can snuggle up with either Mark or Carrie and Layla. <laughs> I got to pick Layla. <laughs> but the thing is, if you pick Layla, guess who else you pick? <laughs> I mean, got up Monday and come stumbling in, and Layla's laying over on the couch. I'm like, where the hell's Carrie? Carrie's like, Carrie tried the Spiegel, Spiegel spot, and you're like, I don't know how he sleeps there. But I know what you did wrong. That bench ain't nowhere near as comfortable as the couch is. You didn't take the back cushion out where you had a little more room. No. Yeah, you got to take that. That slide out back window cushion. I wonder if I could strap my 550 on that thing. Sure. Bad, it's doable. Yeah, when it comes to hauling helis on motorcycles, you know, you got Carrie Snyder <laughs> on the phone. Yo, he can tell you how to do it. Backpack. Just stick it out the back top. <laughs> You'll be fine. Tail above your head. I know I've carried a 450 with me, but I, I don't know that I've carried anything bigger. Terry, how far are you from Abilene? 120 miles. Ah, easy riding. Two-hour drive. Yeah, it's two hours. Tank there, tank back. It's uh, right at straight up 200 miles from my house to the field from here. <clears throat> Not for me. Yeah, you got to add 42 miles for Spiegel. Uh, so those are events. Um, after Abilene is Superfly, I'm take a breath. I'm trying to make it. <laughs> and there's some people who are really looking forward to seeing you. And I think there might be a couple of people who are afraid you're actually going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not taking everything this time. I say that and then I end up and I'm like, well, I have to take the night right in. Mm-hmm. You know, the other plane. I don't know. Speaking of other people is bits and pieces ever going to turn another one loose. I'm kind of, Kind of curious there. Well, I thought they had one since we did our last one. They did. They haven't recorded one in a while. We haven't recorded one in a while in a minute. <laughs> uh, I know that they recorded one when Jason Maiden his, his B2. It sounded like a bunch of pissed off hornets flying around. Amazing bird. Amazing. Not taking anything away. Awesome save. But eight ducted fans are obnoxious. Just just letting you know. <laughs> it almost sounded lifelike, though. <laughs> Everybody talked at once. Do what? <laughs> I didn't think it was obnoxious. I mean, I wasn't there, but. Oh, even even Matt's like, uh, yeah, no, those those were loud. In the video, it's like, I think my ears are fixing to start bleeding. Turn the video sound down. I think it had a pretty good glide to it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was uh, amazed that he was able to turn it around and put it down on the ground without dropping a wing. Yeah, Jason is a very accomplished pilot. He's very good. And, you know, that's one of the things. Of course, he's going for his full scale. And if you got a, a flight instructor worth of shit, the first thing they teach you and the last thing they say to you is always fly the airplane. Always. And I don't think he ever quit flying it. No, he didn't. It thinks, what, 75 pounds, he said? It's a big old girl. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. That's kind of the other reason I really want to go to Lindsay is I want to at least see, see this plane in person. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess he dreamed this up, what, 10 years ago? 
Yeah, ten year project. Yeah. Wow. I've got a lot of projects that aren't big projects, but some of them took me ten years. <laughs> uh, you got one project hanging on your wall. That how long has it been hanging on the wall? It's white and black. Oh, well, the Midwest soup brats. It's, <laughs> yeah. I've had it. I've had it more than ten years sitting on the wall. It might fly next year. Uh, it's ready, Spiegel. Yeah. My flying skills are getting a little better. It's where we're getting closer. Don't tell those nuts and bolts bits and pieces guys that my airplane skills are getting better. So <laughs> they gotta call me a liar. Yeah, you just gotta show up and prove them. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Working on it. Keep people from crashing my shit. Quit adding eight ounces of damn lead to the tail end of it. <laughs> They're handing a guy the radio at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> the guy said he could fly it. <laughs> uh, there was no turbines and there was no gliders damaged. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the making of this video. <laughs> but it was fucking entertaining. You got to admit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, if I got to buy another glider, I'm going to buy another glider. There will be another Night Radiant V2 at some point. All right, Terry. You missed it, so I'm going to throw this out there. I go to fly the Katana at night, and when I go to make the left at the end of the left runway, it just would snap. It would snap, plumb out from underneath itself. Fight it all the way to the ground, save it, get it back up in the air. At one point, I think I was over downtown Austin with no spotlights. If there hadn't have been, <laughs> if there hadn't have been a big old uh, nightlight out there, it'd have been done. <laughs> then I'd get back into the lights and I'd try to land. As soon as I'd make the turn, that bitch would snap again. <laughs> like, oh my god, this thing's horrible! And well, it snapped one too many times. And it's like, all right, well, it's on the ground. Broke the motor mount and pulled the throttle linkage out. I think that's it, right? Yeah, it was a nice cartwheel. You know, it put its hand out just before the cartwheel, you know, and that's probably why it made it, you know. Uh, we just didn't see the hand come out and place it on the ground. We did it really fast. I had it lined up down the runway one time. And like, all right. One time, we were like, <laughs> just kill the power. I had, just kill the power. It's I had it. Let it, let I it, had it get land. <laughs> nope, he has to go around. It's not, it's not good <laughs> enough. <laughs> no. Well, no, it, it wouldn't slow down. I'm like, I got the throttle all the way. Well, it helps when you pull the trim down, too. <laughs> you know, sometimes they say, you know, a little trim's a good thing. Well, not always. It was fun. It still lives. As soon as I finish this other pattern thing, it's it's going to be on the on the list to get back up in there before ice house for sure. <laughs> yeah, we had lots of ooing and on, and most of that was <laughs> most, most of it was fear terror. <laughs> I'll, I'll just tell you the pits the pits were ooing and on, but that's, that's there are people because, running picking up airplanes <laughs> because they didn't know which way to go. <laughs> That wasn't ooh and an ah, and that was like ooh ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's still ooh and an ah, baby. I, I wowed the crowd. Let me put it that way. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot yeah, of fun. The spotlights only reached so far. <laughs> yeah, and I, I found the I found the outer limits of them a few times. <laughs> Heck yeah! Yeah, smiles to be had by all. Nobody got hurt. 
It's all good. Oh, it was funny. We'll live again to fight another day. Eh, yeah. So Superfly, and then after Superfly is the one at Mowdown for Travis and Fredericksburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Ball Heli Mowdown. That's September 28th to October 1st. And then after that is Ice House for me, November 1st. That's it. To the 4th. Yep. Then I'll be done for the year. I can't wait. Like, I just, I'm ready to be done with events. <laughs> just burn out. You're going to have to start up Apache Pass again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've already talked on a lot of that stuff. We'll see if it's free next year. I'm not sure. We're still playing some some card games. Yeah, I said something. Man, it's only like six months away in Spiegel. I think he almost dropped me. (laughs) (laughs) I even put a dent in last year's (laughs) expense money account. I am starting to sell some uh, unicorn stuff I have. So I have some stuff I'm selling I got for free that is going to make up some money for next Tellies over Apache Pass, depending on how much some of this stuff sells for. Uh, Depends on how much money I'll have to give to the event for free. I'll give you 50 bucks for the Spartans. What? <laughs> I'm not giving you Spartans. I have one and I got it from Kenny for free. No we Spartans. Pay you for it. In that case, you should sell it to him. Mm-hmm. No. I'm not selling the Spartan. <laughs> I, I have one. It's for Nitro. A red one. What's the email for what uh, that email was? Texas Heli Groups at where's that? I think it was on last episode. I think it's Texas Heli Groups at gmail.com. Yeah, I should have that. It's on the other one. It's on the other Google Sheet. Hold on a second. I'll get it and we'll say it officially so I can officially get in there. Mm, okay. Yes, that is what it is. For Helly's Over Apache Pass, the email for donations that we're taking for next year's event, if you want to contribute, is texashelygroup at gmail.com. And that's T-X-A-S-H-E-L-E. Damn it. Can't spell either. Texas and then heli and then group at gmail.com. Taking donations. For some reason, it's not letting me in. I don't know why. But everything in there is going to be used for the Heli's Over Apache Pass next year. We've all, as a group, have been slowly trying to drop a 10 or a 20 on it every now and then. Uh, again, any money will help go toward next year's event. Should we talk about one of the things that we come up with to save money? I still need to go to Home Depot. Our light tower deal? There's some works for some DIY light towers. Jeff at Ice House is working on them. And then we had brought the idea up to Mike and Mike had an idea. So we'll see where it goes. We may have a DIY light tower set up next year to save us a lot of money. As light towers are very expensive for events. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. That's one of the bigger expenses and the pain in the ass of having to go get them, take them back, and all that other fun stuff. Yeah, that eight hours away from the event isn't fun, but it has to be done. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, buy and sell stuff. 
and not looking to buy anything. I can tell you that kind of broke. Uh, I could sell some Oxy three stuff. If you want Oxy three stuff, shoot me a PM or email or something. Uh, we've got about four and a half of them. We can make a full package contribution type of thing. We can make it happen. All Oxy threes need to be gone from my house. The parts, I got two bags, brand new inbox kit, at least two flying ones and enough parts to build another one probably. So need them to be gone. I might go on eBay at some point with all the other motor stuff I've been selling and just be done with it. Post them one at a time and whatever they go for, they go for. It's just with the RS4, I'm just never going to fly them. Like it's RS4 has replaced it completely in my fleet. So, and the S2. So please call me. I'll make you a killer deal. I'll even trade for some stuff. And if you're local, we can make even bigger killer deal. (laughs) (laughs) That's all my buy and sells. We'll go over RCHN stuff after the podcast. So if you want to listen, you can. Other podcast, we have Nuts and Bolts with Matt, Clay, Jason, and Casey. Skids Up with Paul, Frank, Javier, and Darren. Telerotor with Rich, Michael, Robert, Mike, and Cliff. They haven't put one out in a while. I'm really interested to hear their next podcast. <laughs> I'm really interested to hear a lot of these next podcasts, just being honest. Kelly Heads with Kevin, Daniel, Chris, and Chris. RC Element with Todd. Maximum Collective with Greg McGregor and Steve, Bill and, and the TikTok show. Uh, ben and them need to put another one out. They kind of got on the horse and need to get back on it, I think. Reruns, RCHN, B2, Freefall, RC Today Show, BK Podcasts, Inverted Down Under, Scrap Pile. They made one, but they just teased us. I never even heard it, but yeah. Oh, it was actually decent. I had Casey on it. That's all that matters. <laughs> Dude, the microphone on the last bits and pieces one was awesome. <laughs> I think that's all I have. It's good to get back on the podcast. I know it's been a while, uh, and we've been really busy as a group all together. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew my summer was going to be screwed. I told everybody I knew going in it was going to be tough, and it has been at least as tough as I thought it was going to be, but a little bit more. But good to get everybody back. We're not going anywhere. Not planning on firing anybody. Wait till we get our emails tomorrow. (laughs) Not selling the podcast. Yeah. Just don't check your email. (laughs) But we're safe for a few hours more. Hey, Kenny. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Just kidding. We always have a spot for Kenny. The Kenny Sierra. I actually need to get some of the East Coast boys on here. Since... We have a semi-open spot since Kenny's kind of on hiatus a little bit. We may start using that spot to get like Terry on here and not Terry. Well, sorry, Terry. There's your notice, sir. Okay. <laughs> Tracy. Trying to get Tracy on here. Or like, I know Braden had a big Urcha thing. I'd like to talk to Braden about all his Urcha crashes. Yeah. And such. Um, so definitely have a spot to get another person on. I mean, not 
we're not taking another guest in. Kenny's still still here. <laughs> yeah, I talked to Braden, I guess, uh, about a week ago on the phone for a little while. That's cool. Yeah, it sounded like he had a hell of a time. That's awesome. I know him and him and Blair are really back in the hobby pretty hardcore. Oh, yeah. We'll see what's going to happen. There's, there's some talks about doing some Texas, Louisiana heli tours stuff and trying to get some of us to work together and dates and kind of do like a free heli tour type of thing. We're kind of, kind of in the works. There's some talks of like doing the, like a circuit type of deal, not like a fun fly type of thing, but just like a show up. If it turns into something that we have to get extra porta potties for a flying field here, or there, we just charge a little bit to cover those or something. Nothing extravagant, but I kind of want to start like a circuit of like events and people's fields and, you know, kind of plan it. The one thing about when you're three or 400 miles away, we got to find some place in the middle, you know, like, like Rosenberg or whatever else, you know. Yeah. Something a couple hours, two, two and a half hours for each way for everybody. Yeah. Tracy and them said that the San Antonio fields, they wouldn't mind driving up for, but. That's still a decent yeah. drive, but you can be at that field from your house what an hour and fifteen minutes. Take me an hour and forty five, two hours. Yeah. Depending on traffic. But we're working on it. Anyway, that's all I have for this episode. We'll talk about RCHN stuff and the outtakes, but stay in the box, don't escape. So I got peace out. Oh hell yeah. The dun dun the end finally. <laughs> so RCHN drama came out this week. We're lightly touch on it, but my whole idea is I saw the first post when what's his name? Rob said that he was fired. Right. And I read it and was like, okay, that's weird. It kind of reminded me of the Frank joke. You know how Frank did the one joke that one time and got in all that trouble. Yeah. I kind of was waiting for somebody to go, ha ha, just kidding. <laughs> but it never happened. <laughs> but I understand where, both sides are coming from, you know, he wants to change. They had a lot of show hosts. Like sometimes they had too many show hosts. So I can understand maybe they went about it the wrong way. Maybe it came across the wrong way in text or something, but me personally, I'm just going to wait till the fire kind of burns out. It's not my business. Uh, I just hope that the podcast doesn't go away. Is my hope that this can like water under the bridge and, we're a small community and let's move on. That's kind of where I'm at on it. It's not my business. I liked everybody that was on that show. I hope it continues. I actually thought they had a real good dynamic. Yeah. I was shocked when, when I found out. I bet Dan wish you'd just shut it down before he left. See, that was the whole deal. Like, if you go back and listen to like some of the last, later parts of RCHN V2. Mm -hmm. 
And I think even when he started this one back up in the first episode, he had talked about like he killed it the first time that he didn't like, he didn't give any, he didn't sell the passwords or give any of the passwords away. He just, he kept all that because not that he didn't trust anybody he said, but he kind of said that he didn't trust him. And then he did the exact same thing. And I'm like, you said you weren't going to do that. Mm. So I just hope everybody gets along and, you know, everybody was nice to each other. We can go back to that, please. <laughs> I love this hobby. I love RCHN. I wait every Friday. Supposedly they're going to be doing it every two weeks now, which is fine. But like I waited for that show and I knew it would be out every Friday. And I loved that part of it. Yeah. But you know, the thing is, is unfortunately it's human nature. Everybody wants to pick a side. Everybody. I'm not picking a side on this one. <laughs> and, and, and that's kind of my point. The, the worst thing you can do at this point is pick a side. Yeah. Because you don't have, we don't have all the information. Like, you don't have all the information. We're not even third or second hand. This is all fourth or fifth hand. Yeah. I, I'm not going to choose because I don't, I'm not judge and jury and I'm not God mm-hmm. and creation. And I, I told somebody it's like the car business. The only constant is everything changes. It's the only constant. And, you know, hell, it may be better. It may be worse. Take any preconceived notions or ideals you have, throw them away and give it a shot. If you don't like it, just don't listen. It's, it's that simple. Now, I hope they keep going. It's just been kind of drama, but um, I don't know if I commented on something, but I got blocked from RC Heli Hangout somehow. So, are you serious? Not blocked. Like I just can't post. I can't reply to any post. I already already sent Frank a thing. I, I asked Frank like what I did wrong. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I don't know. What did you do? <laughs> I'm like, mm. I don't know. I can't post. He was like, I don't know why that's there. I was like, okay, whatever. He'll get it fixed. I haven't even checked it lately, but every now and then I check it. But that's all the drama with that. That's kind of where I'm sitting on is I, I'm interested, but like from a distance. <laughs> yeah, we all, we all talk and we do things and, and we all say something that we wish we hadn't said, and we all do things. And I mean, out of the three of us, four of us right here, right now, we all have, well, we all have different backgrounds, both, you know, financially, education, this, that. We're all, we're all completely, we're all so different in so many ways that it, it amazes me that we all came together. And at the same time, for all of our differences, we're so much alike. And sometimes you get fixated on the differences and forget the likeness. You know, that's just the the way of the world, man, unfortunately. Hey, guys, I got somebody at my front door. I need to before that was going. Peace out, homies. All right, right, bye, Mike. Maybe where's my end button so I can take a nap? (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm going to try hard. (laughs) We'll see you later. What's up, Layla girl? (laughs) She's putting her two cents in, I guess.
mine got little, and I can't make the damn thing get big. There it is. Wow, uh, that's a personal problem there. Oh, yeah, I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Spiegel, uh, tell it it's okay for me to record. And you went to pee. Oh, God. This is the good outtake stuff. No, I'm telling you. Did somebody put Captain Kenny on there? Yeah, I see that. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like Bob. It does look like Bob, doesn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. And Kenny taking a picture of Bob Watson on his boat. I'm telling you. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Yay. Round two. Round Welcome two. to the hoot. <laughs> I'll <laughs> shut up. The cats are crying. Uh, hey, so what are we going to talk about today? I threw some subjects up there. Nobody have, picked one. I have no idea. <clears throat> We're uh, poorly unprepared. Well, I mean, somebody throw in there how to podcast. If somebody wants to come teach us how to do it. I'm great. <laughs> uh, how to stay motivated. Mm, yeah. That's not bad. You need to put how to keep your podcast team together. <laughs> oh. oh. Wait, yeah. how, how not to keep your podcast team together. It's, it's pretty easy. You either give everybody a boat or take everybody's boat away from them. That's what I did. I just, I fired everybody. I didn't fire one person. I just fired everybody. <laughs> oh, so we're going to go there? I'll let the fire burn for a couple weeks. Don't check your emails. If we've learned learned anything from this, don't check your email. Either fire them on the podcast or call them. (laughs) That could have been entertaining.